Now that you know your men haven't been honest about their financial health, let's talk about how to spend his money while he has it. There are five rules. One, never purchase gifts for your man with his own money. Number two, prepare for your next relationship using his money. Number three, develop a relationship with a charity or a nonprofit. Number four, store transitional items and personal effects in a safe deposit box. And number five, never use sex as a currency. So let's start with rule number one. Never purchase gifts for your man with his own money. Petty cash. It is a must to have at least 9000 in petty cash. This cash is not to be used for daily expenses or emergencies. No. This is for the start of your arrangement. Daily expenses should be provided by him. Emergency funds should be kept in a separate bank account. A safe amount is 50000 and 5000 in a home safe. Now, the petty cash will need to be saved up. To get the 55000 emergency funds, take out a loan and have your man paid off. Tell him it was a private student loan. And you save that money for your emergencies. We'll discuss what constitutes an emergency later. The petty cash is for paying the taps and little things while dating. Once you are exclusive, replenish your petty cash and leave it alone. The gifts he purchases for you don't get attached. Sell half of them and purchase high-quality knockoffs to replace them. But when you're out in public with him, wear the authentic pieces. The money from the sale should go to your bank account. Do this until you have at least 100000 This will take some time, and maybe more than one relationship. This is work. This is your occupation. You must be smart with money. Don't spend and spend and spend. Spend to make money. Use that 100000 to purchase gifts for him. If he knows you're going to use his money to buy him a gift, he will not respect you. And he will not keep you. It's tacky. It's sloppy. It's careless. It's pathetic. If you see a sister behaving in this way, quickly correct her or report her and we'll assist in her re-education. Rule number two. Prepare for your next relationship using his money. While you're developing your emergency funds and bank account, you will need to prepare for future relationships and arrangements. This is where you can use his money to your advantage. Example, 
cufflinks. Use his credit card to purchase four or five pairs. Different kinds, of course. But don't give him a pair. Save them for future relationships and arrangements. Make sure the seller has a third-party payment option. Some of you know this. He can't know exactly where you charged and what the items were. Keep the amount small, between 400 and 900 each. Use your own money to purchase a pair of conflicts around $800. Give him these. The next relationship or arrangement you have, you can give him one of the pairs, thus costing you nothing. Courtesy of a wonderful ex. But of course, no one will know this. Use his money to fund your future ventures. Use your money on him, but be frugal. Another example. Apparel. He gives you his credit card to purchase a dress. You go to a well-known establishment, purchase an amazing dress, expensive, fresh. Take that dress to a consignment store. These stores will give packaged items for certain clients. Become that certain client. Don't deal with the front desk. Speak to the manager. They'll give you 70% in cash and two to three dresses from last season. Your boyfriend will not know the difference. Save the cash and show off your purchases to him. He'll think you're being crafty. Rule number three. Develop a relationship with a charity or nonprofit. Now, pick one that means something to you, that connects with your personal story. Everything must connect. People who work with the general public can read people very well, and they'll know if you're a charity chaser or the genuine article. So make sure you're real with these people. Men who've been played by a few gold diggers or needy women, will want you to have your own thing going on. Find a charity and become very involved. Start out low, volunteering at least five to six times a year, then double it the next year, and so on and so on. This will take time. Eventually, get on a committee or board. Don't rush into it because they'll see through it. You're trying to become important in an organization that doesn't know you, and they're going to treat you like a charity chaser. Start with volunteering. I can't stress this more, ladies. Because this will give you ties to the community and an opportunity for him to contribute, thus writing it off on his taxes. If he is in financial trouble, you could aid him in receiving more support from the charity they routinely loan money as an operational expense, but don't abuse this. Charities are very gossipy. Be careful. Also, when you purchase items for future relationships, you can contribute the cost as a donation to a different charity like the Goodwill. Donate to the Goodwill a few bags of things and get a receipt. Use that receipt for his taxes. But again, be careful. Taxes aren't a game you want to play and lose. Rule number four, store traditional items and personal effects in a safe deposit box. Most of you aren't using your real names. 
It's Hollywood, I understand. Open a safe deposit box under your real name and store all your future gifts in that box. Watches, cufflinks, wallets, designer socks, or ties, little, little things. Keep any cash you want to use for future gifts in there too. Do not keep these items any place your boyfriend could find. He'll want to know why you have three Rolexes and five sets of cufflinks. These items are called transitional items. When you are transitioning to another arrangement or relationship, you'll need these items as your gifts to them. Also, personal effects should be in this box. Birth certificate, your real passport. Oh, my apologies. You leave a fake passport in your home. So if you get in an argument and he wants to stop you from traveling, he'll take the fake one and you will have your real one in your safe deposit box. So when you're planning a trip, make sure you coordinate your schedule to get the real passport. Okay. Select a city with no ties to you or your boyfriend. Drive your car to a mall or a location familiar to you with lots of cars. Walk to a car rental establishment. Using cash, rent a car, drive to the bank with your safe deposit box, and return within three hours. The reason for this? Some of your men or people closely tied to your men may be suspicious of you and may place a tracking device in your car or access your car's GPS. These men are worth a lot of money. We can't blame them for being cautious. Later, we'll practice how to spot if someone's tailing you. You want a routine, but not too much. Also, turn your phones off when you don't want to be traced. I can't stress that more, ladies. Your phones are your biggest giveaways. Okay? Have four to five bank accounts. One for petty cash. Use an obscure bank. Number two will be used as your emergency fund. Your third bank account, that'll be the one you're trying to hit 100K. And then your fourth, possibly fifth, is a checking and savings account. You know, usually packaged together. Your men cannot know about your petty cash, your emergency, or your $100,000. He can only know about your regular checkings with the savings account and just dump money in there every once in a while. Cash he gives you or whatever, put it in there. Why? Because if he's experiencing financial troubles, he'll ask you for money. This may shock you, but that is a no-no. And you need to end your arrangement as soon as possible. If a married man is out of money, they become a different type of man, one that can be destructive. A merry man, his whole existence is to support you, and the moment that shifts, he will resent you. He will hate you. He will hurt you. Always appear like you need his money, even when you feel, and no, you don't, appear like it anyway. A clever man wants a partner who can support herself and him if need be. A merry man wants to be the dominant earner. It's attached to his self-worth. That's why it's important 
to know your man's financials. You got to know when to leave. Rule number five, never use sex as currency. One of the differences between a prostitute and a kept woman is sex. A prostitute says, I will do X, Y, and Z for this much. A kept woman doesn't have a menu. A hooker does. If you can articulate to a man what you will do for him and for how much, be it a car, a house, a monthly allowance, you are then a hooker. You should never, ever articulate your worth to a man. Once you do, you are a hooker, and he is a John. Sex is for pleasure and or for procreation. If you do not want to have sex with him, you shouldn't. If you do not want to have children with him, you shouldn't. We're all adults. Don't act surprised by life choices. If you want something in particular, you will work for it. Like some of the suggestions I've given. If you want something in particular and you want him to give it to you, you are a gold digger. If you have sex with him to get something, you are a hooker. If you provide him with that feeling that no matter what happens in the world, he'll be okay, then you're a woman. If you provide him with that feeling like there's no one else in the world that matters to you, then you're a wife. Feelings take time and effort. Don't use romantic words or phrases. He'll see right through it and right through you. All of you are too young to have loves of your lives. Never call your boyfriend the love of your life. He's not stupid. He knows you wouldn't be with him if he was poor. Make him feel like the love of your life, but never say it. It's childish. It's high school. Again, we're adults. Act like it. Speak like it. Also, never brag or publicly compliment your man about how generous he is. I've seen this countless times. Women will say, oh, he was so generous. He gave such a large tip or he bought something for this family or this person. You look like a gold digger when you do such a thing. And I know, ladies, you're trying to show how great he is, but you're not talking about his heart, his good nature. You're talking about how he spends his money using his heart and good nature. Instead, tell a story. He saw someone giving another person a hard time, like a cashier and a customer's being rude. Tell a story about how he went up to that customer and said, hey, we're all having a bad day today. There's no need to take it out on someone. All right? That shows he's not a coward. That shows he'll step in and do the right thing. And that he's not the type of man that throws money at things. That he's a good person willing to take a risk to do the right thing. 
So don't diminish who he is as a person by bragging about how generous he is with his money. What you should do is brag about what you give him and not items or little trinkets and gifts. The gift of confidence, satisfaction, completion, and mortality. Now, Mistress Lexi, your boyfriend is facing civil and criminal matters. The confidence you should give him is certainty. No matter what happens, he will be okay because you're with him. You have an education, some valuable resources, which is why he cannot dismiss you as just a pretty face. Control your image. So when he needs you, you can help him. Mistress Daisy, your boyfriend is a comedian. He has a certain amount of confidence on stage to perform. He'll know right then and there if the audience is pleased or not. It's when he's off stage. You should give him the confidence of satisfaction. You should assure him that even if the crowd was displeased, you found certain parts funny or your favorite part of his act went well. Also, comedians use their lives and the lives of others for material. Being pretty doesn't tell a story. Unlike Lexi, you need to have something for him to talk about. Once your arrangement ends, you will live on in his acts. Mistress Joy, your boyfriend was very successful, but he made some mistakes. Even if this new venture does not turn out well, you must give him the sense of completion. David has spent his life investing in people and products. Remind him that certain services that are now a part of everyone's lives was possible because he saw the future. Don't allow his missteps to dictate his future. Mistress Janice, Trey is broke, but he is still a professional athlete. He has time to recoup his losses but he cannot remain in peak health forever. There is a timeline. Troy is disciplined, determined, and thoughtful. Give him mortality. Give him a deadline. Remind him the clock is ticking. He likes pressure. Don't pressure him to marry you. Don't pressure him to have children with you. Pressure him to be great, because when he no longer can be great, you will be there, because you were there from the beginning. Now, mistakes you made selecting your boyfriends. Mistress Janice, you saw a bright star, but you didn't see him for what he really was, a ball of gas. If you want a professional athlete, identify his temperament, his faith, his family, and his long-term goals. If he doesn't have all of them, he's just a ball of gas that will eventually collapse and suck you in. Mistress Joy, you saw an older man with money who was kind to you. You didn't see a man 
twice divorced with one child who he rarely sees. If you want an older man, pick a widow or a man divorced after 20, 30 years with at least two children whom he has a great relationship with and a plan to retire. Enjoy his retirement, not the benefits of his death. His children will appreciate you just want to enjoy his company, and when he does pass, you will leave them in peace. Mistress Daisy, you saw a delicate, funny man with a generous heart who loves his child. You didn't see the mother of his child. If you want to date a creative man with children, you must look at the mother of the child. If the mother is self-sufficient and has her own life, her own money, then you can build a second family with him. But if she is dependent upon your man, then you will never have a second family. You will have a blended family. His self-worth is low. And the more she wants his money, the more he feels worthy and wanted. You will never break that. He has two children, his child and his child's mother. Once you meet a creative man with a child and the child's mother is self-sufficient, then you can help him with his self-worth and enjoy your time together. Mistress Lexi, you saw a talented man with an eccentric personality, but you didn't see his inability to see boundaries. You liked how he'd push back and rebel, but these men also break rules and thus the law. If you want a rebel, date an activist. They're passionate, persuasive, and eccentric. Find a man who pushes the envelope without ripping it to shreds. Okay. So now that I've given you some lessons on how to spend money wisely, how to save, now let's return to the conversation that we were having. Let's talk about syrup of Ipecac. 